Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello, welcome to another episode of X of Words. Thank you for coming and joining me as we do a 10 minute sprint on the latest and greatest of mutant stuff. I am Ashley. This is second jab, Ashley. Yeah, this is fully vaccinated as of yesterday, Ashley. So if you're hearing, like, if you're getting low energy, just roll with it. Like, this is the vibe. We're very mellow today. Like, yes, girl, go give us nothing. It's... (laughs) It's very 5% and be grateful type vibe. So... With that said, let me tip you over to somebody who's going to carry this whole thing and tell you amazing things that you've never heard before. Hey, Evan, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for like that. I feel like it sets me up. Uh, I hope I don't disappoint. That sets me up a little bit. You never, you never have. <laughs> you never have. So you can follow Evan at the Smythe Works. That's T H E S M Y T H E W O R K S, and. Okay. Hmm. Evan, have you got your phone? I do. Evan's going to do the timer. <laughs> so, nine minutes. Yeah. Gosh. And this question, before we hit the timer, the question is going to be Does Emma know about Moira? So, five second background. If you don't know what we're talking about, maybe now would be a time to jump off the episode. But, Moira is a old X-Men character that was retconned into being a mutant. Every time she dies, she annihilates the timeline and starts again. So she is the one person in the universe who knows what happened the last time around. She is the founding force behind Krakoa. She hides in a small, tiny, creepy basement at the bottom of the island. It's upside down. It's in a bubble. We don't know why. But she's there. Destiny's Diaries, too. So Yes, she's got... um, She's got Precog's diaries down there. And we want to know if Emma Frost knows about the shit in the basement. Cool. So with that said, Evan, tell us when tell us when you're ready and tell us when the X starts. The X starts now. Not you with the accent. <laughs> okay 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 i'll jump right into it <laughs> so my answer is that obviously she does know but the scale and depth of what she knows is sort of where we play that's the question yeah it's all in question i should say so in marauders on the panel she has invited charles and eric to the unveiling of the moira mctaggart hospital in madripoor Yes. And she makes it very clear that she's she just invited them to see them squirm. So she right. knows she knows something. What we don't what we you know, like I said, the involvement or the level of whatever they're machinating, she, I don't know that she knows how deep it goes, but Emma Frost is a character that makes plans and she is consistently it's something that's so true to her character that she is a always working on behalf of mutants mutant, mm-hmm. not supremacy but mutant bringing them to the forefront making sure they have a seat at the table she's sort of 
made sacrifices of herself to do that. And she is most importantly always making moves for children. These students of hers are her children. And when, after she finished yelling at Eric and Charles at the Louvre, when they told her they needed her to make it happen, she ends up going to Krakow with them, taking a look at the place. And she says one more time for the children. She is so motivated by the safety of these children. Mm-hmm. And I refuse to believe that she wouldn't make some plan that would guarantee their safety. Yes, I totally agree. Emma Frost makes plans on plans. She's somebody who has contingencies and she's always looking out for the kids. And so you think she knows to some degree now. Um, I totally agree. I don't even know why I didn't clock that when she invited them to the Moira McTaggart Museum, that might have been because she knew about Moira. There was so much else going on in that issue that I just kind of didn't even register that as a thing. But yeah, there must be a reason why she's so front and center Inferno, because you'd think, you'd think given that they've kind of hyped up Mystique as the linchpin of this whole event, like Mystique is going to be the one that burns it down. I've seen more images of Emma in everything Inferno than I have of Mystique. Yeah. And I feel like she's, she's also truly like a nosy bitch. Like, (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, you know that you always get that like bullshit screed from all the fucking um, telepaths. They're like, I don't look into somebody's head and look without yeah. permission or like, I don't yeah. need to be a telepath to tell you're upset. Fuck off. Like yeah. Emma is you're hundred percent looking, but Emma is not that bitch. Emma is the one that's like, Oh no, I fully read your mind. And I yeah. guess this is what you're thinking. <laughs> yes. Like she's in, she's in your shit as soon as you walk in the room. Yeah. Like, and I'm, she's already, she's already been able to pick or get, get the jump on Xavier. She has broken into his mind in X-Men legacy. She did it once. So she's capable of it. Yeah, and Magneto can't be wearing that helmet all the time. That helmet does it con- does it block telepathy or does it not? It it's does. It's inconsistent. It well, it must do because if you know that you've got a fucking secret that you need to keep from the fucking seven thousand telepaths walking around, especially this one who's always got a side boob out. Like, <laughs> I I would I would wear that helmet. That shit. But- it would really be glued in. It is inconsistent. So in the comics, it only started blocking telepathy after the movies. The movies established that. Really? Yes, but I don't. I don't know that it does because I think he was on Araco when he like signaled for for them to. I don't remember exactly what it was. I, I think oh, yeah, that yeah. helmet is inconsistent sometimes. But mm-hmm. there's another thing that sort of occurred to me with all of this is that here is going to be an opinion you may not agree with and okay. it's also unpopular <laughs> i think i think emma frost is okay emma was never a disciple of charles mm-hmm. she was never or a student of charles or a disciple of magnetos right yeah. ever she was actually a rival to charles xavier for a very long time until she joined the x-men mm-hmm. in that way emma is one of the foundational mutant leaders like of the Hellions, of these old groups, she was always trying to do it her own way. And that generally involved villainy. And then it didn't for a very long time. Or it hasn't for a very long time. I mean, she is, she she does lead like basically the whole black market. So I feel like there's always been a bit of villainy there. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's on job all the time. She's, yeah. They asked her to start up Hellfire for black market trading, and she was like, okay, when? You said bet. In that way, she's like an independent leader of mutants in this kind of way. And I just don't think, I don't see her being like, okay, Charles and Eric, I believe you guys have got this handled. I'll just do my part. No, she's going to sort of take the charge in her way, I think. I I definitely think so. And I think like with so many of the sort of, there have been good beats in terms of the mutant metaphor lately about things like, um, I mean, there's been hard beats, like bad beats, like X Factor 10. There's been really good beats, (laughs) like in almost everywhere else. So like, yeah, Cable and X Factor 10 were like low points of how you deal with some of these themes. (laughs) Yeah. But then like Hellions, Incredible. The only bit that doesn't seem to have got an analysis is the fact that this whole new liberation project, this new era of understanding of what the mutant position and what the mutant mentality and ideology should be is still being filtered by these two old white dudes. And I feel like that's something, that in, that's what Inferno is meant to deal with. And like with all the stuff that you're doing with Araco, with the second population and equity and putting them on the same level as you and how you deal with the people who facilitated your privilege, how you manage your own privilege, how you relate to the world. The, the, oh yeah. And the old white dude still run everything. <laughs> I can't believe they'd leave that unexamined. Yeah. So I totally buy that Emma is probably going to be the big disruptor of that. And it feels like, all the, I promise you this monologue is about 10. Like, (laughs) (laughs) go on. It feels like they've removed, they've removed all the people that they like from the quiet council so they can burn it. Hmm. Jean's gone. Aurora's gone. Mm -hmm. Scott's gone. Do we know Storm's gone? Storm is gone, yeah, because she's apparently can only sit on one council at the same time. Now she's like regent of soul and she sits on the great ring. Interesting. Mm. So they've kind of cleared it of all the like, all the people that could potentially come back and be leaders of Krakoa eventually. All we've got now are the bad guys, Emma and Charles and Magneto. Sinister. It's just ridiculous that he's on the council in the first place. It's just great. It's truly crazy that Sinister (laughs) is on this council. I will never, I will never forgive them for that. Like, what were you thinking? Of course he's going to do some. Evans, of course. Evan's giving you blades, man. I know you I'm can't see furious it, about that. Evan is giving you them for that. double blades. <laughs> but I think, okay, so getting down to the root of it, I yeah. think in that <laughs> karate chop. I th- okay, so I'm not married. Oh, our timer just went off. Oh, you're not married? I'm not married. When are you, when are you going to have married? When are you going to marry? When will I you marry? When am I going to have married? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Working, working on it. <laughs> <laughs> don't pressure me, Ashley. <laughs> Look, I love, I love giving people unexpected auntie vibes. When you turn up, I'll behave just like your aunt. Oh, you're not married. Oh, okay. When are you gonna get married? Huh? Getting late in life. Um. So I'm not married to the idea of Krakoa, 
right? Or the yeah. island, I should say, the island yeah. of Krakow. What I am married to is the the idea of mutants having their day finally. Yes. And mutants being able to evolve through this metaphor of evolution and their children of the atom and they're the evolutionary next step. And yeah. I am very into the idea of non-human looking mutants because that to the metaphor speaks much closer to reality for me if you're not visibly a mutant then what the fuck are we doing Mm -hmm. um i am i am very into that idea and in that respect i i think that there are there have to be some other plans in play to keep it all going i i think so because um in a in a couple of other episodes we kind of danced around this idea but i think there should be a bit of a shakeup. And the thing is, is like, they know, they know how to do it. When you look at the great ring and you see mutants, you know, and then you look at so many people, you look at all the people that um, we're being told the sort of Krakoan mutant story through, and they look like humans mostly. Yeah. You know? And so they, they know how to do it. It's not just, it's not like there is no, it's not like there's no imagination in that place. So well, I think they may be, the writers might be giving us a litmus test by having them so harshly contrasted. Like there is not a, there are human shaped people on the great ring, but there are no human like looking people on the great ring, except for storm now. And that is to me very interesting. And I also am very interested to see if storms design starts to change more to fit them the hair if she's covered in a cloud of like fog like because she's carrying the hellfire look with her all the time so i mm-hmm. i wonder if her evolution may start to develop her to develop her to sort of be more iraqi in that way i feel like that'd be kind of cool too that would be so that would be amazing i feel like that's another episode probably titled was storm code switching <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> that does presume it's conscious. <laughs> Can you imagine if Storm was spending three hours in the morning? Yeah. Hot combing that hair. And she yeah. like tucking all of her elemental powers in the bag. Just so Charles wouldn't tell her that she looked unprofessional in the mansion. Yeah. Or he or we just uh all agree that charles like gave her the mental suggestion to like why don't you look a little bit more like us oh you found her no. in getty that <laughs> would be funny <laughs> Woo! Um, yeah no 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 okay but back but back to Aunt emma do we think emma knows uh yes to be honest listening to you uh i probably wouldn't have said yes as emphatically but you raised a couple of points that i hadn't thought about so yes i don't i do think she knows and i think that she we can clearly see that she's about to do something about it. Like we've kind of played with the idea of what does that mean and what comes next. Um, but the core answer to the question, I, I think, yeah, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, I think she yeah. knows too. I think she knows. I think she knows, and she's got something up. There's huh. something up. There's a reason she's central to Inferno, and I'm very interested to see how it goes. Me too. Ex yeah. ex office guys, we're hooked. And get on it. <laughs> um. Okay, thank you. I was going to say something so bad, and then I, I like my ancestors. Mm-mm, don't do it. Don't do it. Well, it's no fun. <laughs> thank you, everybody who's been listening. Thank you to 
Evan, it's been another deep thought and dulcet toned 10 minutes with you, my friend. It's an absolute delight. Every time. It really is. I've, I've been Ashley. I've been Evan, and this is X of Words. See, you lot are going to have to stop playing in my fucking face with this English accent. Stop doing it. <laughs> Stick to it. Still going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone that choke, someone that fit aside.